Come on, y'all. How y'all doing this morning? Woo! Anybody excited about the new series? Come on, y'all. Having a little fun? This is how it all started. About 16 years ago, we launched in a movie theater. We had a great time doing a movie series, and it's pretty fun for us right now to bring it back because our family loves movie. And I have to just go ahead and tell you, when you're walking in, the popcorn is out there. Make sure you take advantage of it. And on your way out, make sure you go pack a snack bag for some kids in this community. Can I get an amen on that? Come on, y'all. Let me hear you. Woo! Here's what we're going to do. We're going to have a little fun, and here's how we're going to do it. We're going to go through and really look at some of my favorite movies. And it goes all the way back to, yes, even as a kid, my family spent time going to the movies and things like that. And then I carried on that tradition with my kids. And Mater and Lightning McQueen was just one of my favorite movies. How about that band throwing it down, son, giving it done? It's awesome. Well, why in the world would I talk about that? Because it is a little bit of a theme. We're kind of setting you up. And some of our best memories as a family go back to our times being spent at the movies. And we're going to go in this series to a direction that might surprise some of you. And you're going to go, well, where are you going to go? Tell us where we're going in this series. Well, I first want to remind you, if the movie series that we're going through doesn't work for you week in and week out you send me your stories make sure you send an email to evan and you tell him what movies you want me to cover man what a maybe a special memory for your family or a story share it because we'll try to work it in over this series coming over the next few weeks but where are we starting today what's one of my favorites and it's probably going to surprise you because it's not a superhero movie everybody's like oh it's going to be superman i love superman if you know me at all i'm a big superman fan but i'm not starting with superpowers i'm going to my true all-time early favorite most of you won't believe this but i love the western does anybody love the western come on y'all yeah, they had a little bit of a vibe with it, but it is about the Western. Now you're going, come on, Justin, do you really love the Western? I'm not talking about Lightning McQueen and Mater. That's kind of set out in the West. No, this is the real Western. This is the Western that, mm, man, I'm going to tell you right now, it's going to surprise you. 2013, Disney put out a movie that many of you may have overlooked or you've forgotten, but I pulled the trailer for you because me and my son, when we saw this, we became instant fans and it still sticks with me today. What movie am I talking about? Well, let's just roll the trailer. Watch. Ah! 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 
Are you talking that horse? Why am I covered in dirt? I buried you. Why am I alive? Eight men rode into canyon. I dug seven graves. Horse says you are a spirit walker. A man who has been to the other side and returned. A man who cannot be killed in battle. Something very wrong with that horse. If we ride together, we ride for justice. Justice is what I seek, Kimosabe. People think you are dead? Better to stay that way. You only wear a mask. There'll come a time when good man must wear a mask. All right. Let's do this. Come on. You probably missed it. Many people are like, I don't really remember that movie. I was kind of talking about it around the office. Everybody's like, I, I mean, I remember it, but then I don't. I love the movie. And the reason we love this movie so much is because it really had a lot of old things for me and then some new stuff for the kids. And it kind of brought us together. It's a great family movie. And there were lessons to learn as well. And what I loved about it, and I think it will apply to where you are today, and it's a great reminder. Biblical lesson that applies to all of us. You and I are better when we're together. There are no real lone rangers. You can't do life alone. Even in this movie, you needed Tonto. It was the whole idea. Johnny Depp being Tonto was awesome because it was this simple idea that when you're in trouble and you're going through everything, you can't do this by yourself. No lone rangers. Now, just to prove that there's a biblical point to this, it's not just going to be movies. We're going to take some movies, we're going to have some fun, and then direct you back to what God has to say about it. Galatians 6 is a great reminder. Help each other with your troubles. I would dare to say that when you walked in here today, you got some troubles. I know I do. I know our family does. I know my friends do. So our goal is as a church and as friends to help each other with your troubles. And when you do this, you're obeying the law of Christ. If you think you're too important to do this, you're only fooling yourself. I mean, this really is the reminder for everyone watching, everyone in the room. When your friend is in trouble, you and I have a responsibility to be there to help. And we all need help from somebody else. You just can't get through this life by yourself. Romans 1, here's another great reminder. I want us to help each other with the faith that we have. And your faith will help me and my faith will help you. Sometimes, man, you're in a better place and your faith is strong. Other times, your faith is weak and what you need is someone else there with you. You need the Tonto. You can't just be a Lone Ranger. I don't need anybody else. I need someone there to be my support, my encouragement, my help. And guess what happens? Your faith can grow. You can actually improve by having other people in your life. And it's really 
how you grow, if we're honest. When I look back at my life and I evaluate the paths that I have gone down, the periods of growth in my life were related to other people investing in me, spending time with me, teaching me things, walking with me through different parts of my life and going, here's a good way to get through that circumstance or that situation. And it's not just how you grow, to be frank with you, it's really how you survive. You want to really get there? When you get to the toughest situation in your life, could be health, could be finances, could be relationships, or all kind of things, when things fall apart, you need someone there to lift you up, to get your back. Ecclesiastes 4, here's three or four scriptures right off the bat. If one person falls, the other person can reach out to help. Over and over again, you will see this biblical mandate to say, you cannot do this life by yourself. And then there is even the reminder that if you try to do it alone, you're going to be in trouble. But those who are alone, when they fall, they're in trouble. They don't have anyone to help them. This is not a good plan. A couple of weeks ago, I told you about my dad battling cancer. I go down, me and Scott go down to help paint the house. And thank God I had Scott with me because it was a lot of work to do. I couldn't do it by myself. Me and Scott are sitting there working. We're walking through all the different circumstances, situations. And I told many of you, he got away from me. He's supposed to stay right there with me, but he goes out to try to do something in the woods. Trips and falls. Feet up, man, laying down on the grass. I go back there and I find him and I'm mad at him, of course. But then when I'm picking him up, I'm thinking about these types of messages. What happens when you fall and there's no one there to help you? What happens when you fall and you're alone? I can tell you that my dad would have been in trouble. I was thankful I was there. I was thankful that I was able to help him. But then I started thinking, what's going to happen when me and my brother or me and Scott, we come back here? He's in Lillian, Alabama. He's a long way away. Well, I start going through my dad's scenario. 83 years old, doing life, diagnosed with a brain cancer, brain tumor. And all of a sudden, you begin to evaluate and go, man, who is here with me? Well, thank God for his wife, Cresslin. I put her picture up here because as an Alabama fan, y'all need to pray right now. You already know what's happening, all right? She's diehard Alabama. My dad was LSU, you know what I'm saying? Now he's kind of converted. Happy wife, happy life. I get it, all right? But I thank God for Cresslin because we're not there. And there's no way he could go through this by himself. I thank God for his prayer group at his church. He has a group of men that prays with him. He is also a mason, so he has some of his mason group. They come down and help. He has his church, has some of his car guys. But the reason that I really focus on Crustle is because when you fall and you're going down, and he had another fall recently, in the middle of the night, you got to have someone there to pick you up. So, Cresslin, thank you. Thank you for being there for Dad. Thank you for helping me and my brother and our family. When we're separated by miles, there's someone there to lift him up, to encourage him. I start thinking about all of the different people in home health. He has nurses coming by. He has chaplains coming by. If you're in that field, thank you. If your family's going through something like this, you understand why this is so important because you cannot do it alone. He has a hospice team now that comes by. Thank God for you. If you're in this room and you're watching online and you're a part of that, thank you because it truly is a godsend for those families. We know that firsthand. And I started evaluating my life. Obviously, when your dad's going through something like this, and many of you right now, you have your own set of troubles, 
but maybe it's not something quite so serious. I can also relate to that because I have a life group and I pulled some pictures together and these are just different pictures over the last year with my life group guys. James back there right now is helping me run the camera. He, I mean the uh, screens, he helps him there. He's over here. This is James. If you see him back there and the, then you got Keith who's always here and all these good friends, Rufus and Daryl. I mean, this is just my guys. Lockhart, there's so many guys that we pull together once a week, eat, laugh, talk, walk through different things. And I sent out a message this past week. I was like, hey guys, we're getting together. I'm going to talk about you in the message. So come to Posadas and then I want to take a group picture. Some of them could and they're out of town, different people. Because not every week they can be there. But I snapped this picture, a little close up. And look at all these smiles going around the table until you get to my boy Putt Puttman. Look at right here, all right? I go by his office, all right, and I'm like, punt, I took five pictures as a selfie. He goes, no, you didn't. That, you just got me in a bad moment. I went through the camera. It was like one after another, just that same, exact same face. And I go, dude, what is going on? He was like, man, I was just having a rough day. And this is why I love you. You go back to the group shot just for me, if you don't mind, Kat. This is why you show up on a rough day. Because you got to have each other. And so I told him, I said, man, do I have permission to show? And he's like, absolutely, because what I want everyone to know, it's not always smiles. It's not always laughs. Sometimes it's tough things you're going through. It's trouble. It's difficulty. All of these men, we'll go back to that one other picture where everybody, the whole group, all of these different guys right here, there's all kind of circumstances and situations when they come together on the life group night. Some are running businesses. Some are starting new businesses. Some have experienced job loss. I've been doing this group for 16 years since we started Simple Church. People have come and gone and people come in and out, but there are all these different men over the years. And in this process, there are people that have lost their job in the middle of that and they come in and go, man, I need some help this week. Y'all pray for me. I've had guys in this group that have gone through addictions, bad, tough addictions, alcohol, pills, and somehow in the midst of all of these things, they begin to open up and be honest and we begin to walk through. And I'm proud to say the majority of the guys that have come through groups that I've been in have gotten clean and sober. Can I get an amen on that? And Putt wouldn't be mad about me telling you this. He gave up alcohol after being in our group. He was like, man, I just can't do it anymore. I'm just going to pass it up. Why? Because I wasn't making good decisions. I wasn't going to a good place. I can go through story after story. And so whenever you're trying to stay sober and you're trying to do the right thing, you need encouragement, you can't do it alone. There's no Lone Rangers. I started thinking about our group and I started thinking about depression and divorce. We've seen it. Health issues, we got them going on right now. Taking care of aging parents happening in our group. And then this is another reminder of why there's no Lone Rangers. Man, you got to have a Tonto. 1 Peter 4.10, God has given each of you a gift. Use it to what? To help each other. So I don't know what your gift is. I can tell you, Lockhart, he's one of the most generous guys I know. He walks in, he's like, hey man, I'm buying dinner tonight. Hey man, this is what we need to do on this. Keith Sally, same way. He's like, hey man, they have so many different gifts. Others, we've had to move people. We've had to support others. We've had to walk through difficult times. 
We've got so many different circumstances, situations. Some of them lay tile for a living. They're like, hey, man, let me help you with that. Let me help this project. Let me do this. I can just tell you over and over again, I don't know what your gift is, but when you have a gift, it is best served when you get into a group and you're able to help each other with it. Not when you just take it for yourself. 1 Corinthians 3, 9, here's another one for you. We are partners working together. Since it's a Western day, howdy, partner, right? You're partners working together. I caught my boy Bass walking in today, and I was like, hey, man, I've been on a couple of fires recently with the fire department, and, man, we're going through Gatorade. Y'all know it's hot out there. Can I get an amen? Imagine putting on bunker gear at 115 heat index and going into fighting a fire. I'm going through 80 to 100 Gatorades per fire. They're just, cool, killing them, whatever. And I was like, hey, man, help me out. Can you help? He's like, of course I can. Why? Because I can't do it all by myself. We partner together. We asked you last week to raise money for that school with, with handicapped children right here in our area, and you did it. Give yourselves a round of applause. You raised over, 10, I think, like $10,000, y'all. Come on, y'all. It's awesome. Why? Because you can't do it by yourself. So when children with disabilities or struggling need a playground, we partner together and we make it happen. When people in our community have needs, whether it was police officers getting trained or firemen getting to Gatorade, mattresses johnson's furniture has helped us out recently with that you think about it you can't do it alone these are their gifts these are their talents this is what they have let me give this to help make things better i tell you one of the reasons that putt's face jumped out at to me on that picture is because he's one of the guys that makes me laugh the most all of us talk about it Putt's just funny and so sometimes you need someone to make you laugh Sometimes you need somebody to be able to have fun with. Man, he's the one has got the surf boat. He's like, hey, let's go surfing. Why? Because you can't do it without these friends. Can't make it. And it reminded me of another Western. Now, this one right here, I'm sure you're familiar with. Anybody remember this one? <laughs> this is more really our life group right here. All right, just so you know. A bunch of idiots. Because life is tough. What I have also learned, you better have people around you that can help you laugh. You better put people around you that can make you just go, okay, I'm not going to just take it so serious that I miss the joy of living. And just to lighten it up a little bit, here's another Western clip for you. I think you'll recognize it. Watch. I'm Lucky Day. I'm Ned Niederlander. I'm Dusty Bottoms. So together we're the Three Amigos. <coughs> <laughs> you never thought you'd see that in church. Go ahead and admit it, all right? There's some people that think we're the devil. I promise you we're not, all right? We're just trying to make it lighten up a little bit, have a little fun, laugh, and learn together, experience life together. The one thing that you need is someone in your life that when you're in trouble, they're there to help you. Now, there's another valuable lesson in the Three Amigos movie I have to show you because just watch close because this is the kind of friend you don't want to be. Are you ready? Watch.
Tulipa? <laughs> Share your water, all right, what we're saying. Sometimes you're walking through a very difficult time, a dry season in life, and somebody is, seems to be winning. And it's like, if you're not careful, you can miss it. It's right in front of you. Share what you have. Be sensitive and obviously laugh a little. A cheerful heart does good like a medicine. This is why we love to laugh at Simple Church. Not everybody understands it. But man, when you grew up in a church like I did as a kid and nobody was laughing and they were all just somber and like grouchy, I was like, I can't do that. That's why I'm thankful for you. And I'm thankful for people in my life that know that this is absolutely true. Life is tough. You need to laugh a little bit. And there's no sugarcoating that God knew it would be tough. That's why he gave you the people to share life with. Whatever you do, remember this clip and don't be the Chevy Chase of the group. Take the other approach. You go, what's the other approach? Colossians 2 approach. Because of Christ, all the parts of the body care for each other and help each other. You got to care for the people around you. Take time to help them. Why? So that the body is made stronger. When we take care of each other, we all get stronger. And we're held together and God causes it to grow. So let me ask you, difficult question today. You ready? Here it is. Who's your group? Who's helping you grow? Do you have people around you that care for each other? Who is it that you right now go, man, I know they're going to be there for me. And here's the big question. Are you helping each other grow in your faith? Some people have lifelong friends, but they don't necessarily challenge them to get to the level that they really want to get at when it comes to spirituality. And so one of the reasons that I love talking about it in church is because I have a bunch of friends, but there are certain groups of friends that go to a little bit different level, a different level. And it's about, hey man, how are you doing spiritually? And how are you getting through with this? And what can I do to pray with you? It's not just having fun and fantasy football and cutting up and whatever. It's like, no man, this is the real issue. And if you don't have one, then I'm challenging you to start one. We can give you the tools. Don't try to just get with a bunch of strangers. With your friends, why don't you add a spiritual element? If you get together once a month, go, hey man, I ran across this book. Let's read this book together. Or hey, here is a DVD we have a bunch of DVDs that when you get together, you watch one spiritual lesson and you have a discussion about it. That's what my group does. Sometimes we eat. Well, we eat every time. I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> then we get finished eating and then we go and watch a video. Sometimes we don't watch a video. Sometimes we just talk about what's going on in their life. But the point of why I watch a video, because I learn and grow from it as well. And every time we do that, we all have the discussion. You go, man, that helped me. Or man, that was good. Or I didn't see that. I didn't learn that. We went through the whole Old Testament and New Testament, the difference between the two and why the New Testament is so powerful and how we can learn less from that. That was something many of the guys were like, man, I never heard this stuff in my life. Why? I did it all through a DVD. And you can have those same DVDs, watch them and learn together and challenge yourselves. But here's the real challenge. You got to give time to those kind of groups. How much time do you give to that group? What group, Justin? The one that's going to help you spiritually. The one that's going to push you a little bit. It's going to challenge you a little bit. My challenge to you is the, I'm going to challenge you to do what we did, what I started with. Start small. Why don't you just try once a month? You can start small. Don't try to go for 20 or 30 guys, man. Just try to get three people. 
If you're a young lady and you're trying to find something, maybe find one friend and go, hey man, let's get together and read this book or go through this. And it could be just two or three of you. It doesn't have to be a large group. The bottom line is this, just start something. Why, Justin? Why is this such a big deal? What's the point? Because one day, maybe very soon, you're going to get in a situation where you're going to need them. And a lesson that is taught to you or that you learn together, you will apply to your life that you never thought in your wildest dreams you would need. There will be a problem that arises in your life, in your business, in your relationships that is so big, you cannot handle it alone. That's why you start now. That's why you begin now. You don't put it off. We talk about life groups and everybody's most of the time come in and go, okay, yeah, whatever. And then they walk out of here and they never get in a group. They never start a group. They never work on spirituality outside of this hour or 45 minutes they're in here. And I'm challenging you. When you start that, it's going to change you. And that brings me to my last and favorite Western of all time. You probably know this, but if you had to think, Justin, what kind of guy is he? What would be his favorite Western of all time? Well, it's pretty easy when you see Tombstone, right? If you've never seen this movie, this is not a kid movie, all right? I'll just go ahead and tell you that. But I'm going to tell you what it is. It is a great reminder of what friendship is about. And just because we're in the Western, if you haven't seen it, you're the Jesse James of your own life, all right? Sorry, that had to do it, all right? It's a little silly joke, but here's why it's such a big deal to us. We had a band called Open Eyes. We traveled around. We did music. Here's a little grunge picture for you. There they are right there. Most of those guys are on the stage every week. Greg was playing today. And everywhere that we went, we had a VCR and a tube television in our RV or in the Mitchell's van. And we would duct tape it so that they would stay together, all right, so they wouldn't roll around in the car. And we would put in different movies, and we'd watch them when we were going to do different concerts or events all over the South. And one of our favorites was Tombstone. And people go, well, why was it a favorite? Well, because it's about a brotherhood. It's about standing together. And what we had was a group of guys that were in the same mindset. It wasn't just the band that played that traveled from place to place. It was a group of people behind the scenes. It was all of these other helpers. And many of them were making it happen even today. They're at the Simple Church. And year after year, I mean, this stuff now, I mean, we're going back a long time. 20, 30 years, you're looking at all these different relationships. I'll scroll through the picture. Some of these people have been lifelong friends. Chip's in there and Todd's in there. Daniel, and let, I mean, look at all these different things. And I've, as you knew before, my friend Bobby was in there. He was in that picture. But these are pictures year after year. And it was about a brotherhood. It was about standing together. So when we would watch Tombstone, we'd never seen the movie before. We're like, man, that's it. And there are spiritual principles in there. You go, I don't know about that. Philippians 1 is 1. I will know that you stand together with the same purpose and you work together like a team to help others. It was like standing together. It was working together. It was making sure that when we get together, it's not about just us. It's about the other person. You had to have each other's back no matter what was going on, whether that was setting up and tearing down a late night like they still do here at the Simple Church or whether it was on the stage or whatever was going on, you need to know, man, I'm with you. I'm with you. I got your back. I'm not going to let you fall. Sometimes it was relationship stuff. Sometimes it was music stuff. Sometimes it was just life stuff. 
And when we watched the movie, you saw that connection between particularly a couple of characters. And here's their images, right? It's wide and dark, man. It was this idea, it's like, man, I'm with you. I am with you. And it reminded me of another passage of Scripture. You see these friends, it's Ecclesiastes. An enemy might be able to defeat one person, but two people standing back to back can defend each other. Which brings me to one of my favorite scenes and most quoted movies, lines of all time. And I bet you'll remember this. But let me set it up. There was an enemy, a bad guy. And they had come up against Wyatt Earp and all of his friends. There had been constant threats and constant attacks. And there's one particular bad guy, and he was going after Wyatt Earp. He was like, I'm coming after you. And he was notorious for being an unbelievable gunfighter. And Wyatt wasn't sure he could beat him. But he wasn't going to back down from the fight. But this gunfighter was so good that there was really only one guy that could beat him. And so, as good friends do, as someone defending someone's back, Doc Holliday dresses up like Wyatt Earp, doesn't tell Wyatt Earp, and shows up to the gunfight. And I bet you'll remember this line. Watch. Well... I didn't think you had it in you. I'm your huckleberry. Why, Johnny Ringo. You look like somebody just walked over your grave. Fight's not with you, Holiday. I beg to differ, sir. We started a game we never got to finish. <coughs> Play for blood, remember? I was just fooling about. I wasn't. And this time, it's legal. All right, Lunger. Let's do it. Say when. You didn't think I was really going to show it, did you? <laughs> but here's the line for you. Ready? John 15, 13. The greatest love you can show is to give your life for your friends. Spoiler alert. Doc wins the fight. Doc takes him out. He fights the battle for wider, defends him. And that moment was so true to us, so powerful. Open Eyes only made one album, that group of guys that we recorded. And in one of the songs, we put that intro, Say When. Because we loved it so much. 
We were like, man, I got your back. And when you're going to a fight that you can't win, I'm going to show up and help you win. And I'm going to be willing to lay down my life so that you can win. And this movie was about friendship. Who are you kidding? Life is about friendship. So when we talk about life groups, it's the spiritual element that biblically you will see through all that I've shown you today over and over again. It's about you got to do it together. You can't do it alone. You need someone. And many of you go through this life right now and we're on TikTok and social media. We never really invest in those relationships. We don't take time to that. We take time to waste our lives on foolishness. When maybe if just an hour a month could really develop some friendships that are there for you that will last forever. These guys are still in my life. I could not have launched the Simple Church without them. I'm super grateful. And you know, and men don't cry, right? Especially in Westerns, you don't cry. But I'm going to be honest with you. When I was editing this next scene, I cried. And you go, well, why? Because one day, we're going to leave this planet. One day, it's going to be our last moments and somebody lord willing if you've lived your life right and you've done the things that i'm challenging you to do now will be there by your side and they're going to look at you and say man i'm with you and in this movie you will know this is the most powerful scene huckleberry's pretty good but i want you to know that when doc holiday is taking his last few moments watch listen and learn about friendship. Watch. Amen. In nomine Patris, Filii, et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Investigating the mysteries of the Church of Rome. It appears my hypocrisy knows no bounds. You're no hypocrite, Doc. You just like to sound like one. I brought you something. Well, let's see. Where are we today? Yeah, I'm $17 down to you. Two bits of hand, stud. You keep coming back here. I told you not to in a minute. You're the only person I can afford to lose to anymore. How are we feeling today, Doc? I'm dying. How are you? Pretty much the same. So now we had self-pity the old lips of frailty. All right, Doc. All right, how many cards you want? I don't want to play anymore. How many? You're the most fallible, stubborn, self-deluded, 
bullheaded man I've ever known in my entire life. I call. You win. It was all. You're the only human being in my entire life ever gave me hope. I was in love once. My first cousin. She was 15. We were both so. That's good, Doc. That's that's good. What happened? She joined the convent over the affair. She was all I ever wanted. What did you want? Just to live a normal life. There's no normal life, White. It's just life. To get on with it. Don't know how. Sure you do. Say goodbye to me. Go grab that spirited actress and make her your own. Take that beauty and run. Don't look back. Live every second. Live right up the hill. Live wide. Live for me. Well, my friend, if you ever had even the slightest feeling for me, leave now. Leave now. Please. Thanks for always being there, Doc. why you love movies, isn't it? Bring something out in you. And I know every woman's like, what's the big deal? Right? Seriously, I think women, men, young and old, get it. When you experience a friendship like this one, you do cry. I cried when my friend Bobby passed. Didn't know he was going to pass, didn't know that he was going to be going home to heaven so quickly, but I can remember a bedside moment like this. And I'm thankful for all the years Bobby and I had. I'm thankful for all the years me and the guys in Open Eyes and all these people here at Simple Church now for the last 16 years, all of the leadership teams, all of my life groups. When you look back at the end of your life, if it happens to be now, in the next five years, 10 years, or maybe prayerfully, hopefully, in the next 30 to 40 years, what's the story going to be? Will it be that you had these people? I can tell you it can start today to laugh with, to cry with, to work together for good. To look back and go, man, look what we were able to accomplish. It was bigger than just our business. It was 
about changing lives. It was about impacting a community, a culture, a world. Do you have a group like that? Do you have someone that's going to stand with you, that has your back no matter what, support you in the best times and the worst times? If you don't, you can. That's why I tell you to try a life group. You can email Amber. You can look at the catalog. You can start your own. But I can tell you this, you're going to need it. Most, if not all of my friendships continue to walk through this life. And life groups have been a huge part of that. And I put up one last slide because these guys are both in my life group. But I want you to know that we also grew up in the same neighborhood in South Shreveport. It's Tony Gentry and Terry Seaman. Both of them in my life group currently. But we started like in middle school, elementary age. And throughout all the years, how do you, people, my wife is all like, she goes, man, I can't believe you still have friends from like elementary. And how we have these friendships and how we've continued them is because of life groups and because of church. If we didn't have church, or we didn't have life groups, I'm telling you, I don't know that we would be as close as we are. And my challenge to you is, as we get ready to walk out of here, go get some popcorn, go pack some snack bags, you know, to help these kids out, get your friends together and thank them and get your friends together and challenge them to do more good. And if you don't have any, it's okay, man, this is your chance. This is a reminder. This is the push to try to start something. Because when you look back, this might be just the biggest opportunity that you have moving forward. And it might be just what you need to survive whatever this world throws at us. I'm gonna ask you to pray with me. Father, I ask you right now to speak into the hearts of people watching online, to the people in this room, to reach out. Say, hey, I need some help. I want someone in my life. If they're battling addiction, if they're going through job trouble, if they got health issues, Lord, that we cannot do this life alone. And I pray, Lord, that they would know the Simple Church is not a perfect church. We hadn't got it all figured out. There's no perfect systems. But when it comes to life groups, it's a pretty good way to put people in your life to walk through some very difficult, challenging times. And I know that through the stories I've heard and that I've seen personally, Lord, not only just in my life, but in so many others in the church, it's where they've made it. It's where they've gotten through the difficult challenges. Help us to know that this biblical principle is absolutely true. You cannot do life alone. We're better together. We've been given gifts to help each other. And I pray, Lord, that as they are sitting here today, as they're watching, that they would go, I'm ready for that. Help them, Lord, to reach out and help us to be able to plug them in, to give them the resources they need to even help with their friendships that they currently have. I thank you again for Amber, her leadership, her teams, and all the people even pulling everything off today. Lord, I pray that people would take that step. If someone's never given their life to you today, Lord, we know that you are the ultimate friend. You laid down your life for us, Jesus, and we trust you. So come into our lives, God. Change us. If someone's never done that, Lord, I pray they would say, man, I need you, Jesus. And when we take that step, you will challenge us to follow you. And what did you do? You put people around you. The Son of God even had his group. He could not do it by himself. You did that as an example for us. So help us, Father, to do the same. We love you and we thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.